here in the realms of the living. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the only Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. I am BT Calloway. I am your host. I've watched the whole series beginning to disappointing end. And joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill, the man who has watched from disappointing end right back to now. Elliot, how are you doing, buddy? It's Elliot J. of Neil. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, much more regal title, my lord. <laughs> Elliot J. of Neil. Your grace. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and we just watched Season 7, Episode 5, entitled East Watch. What just happened? East Watch, it was called. Yeah, East Watch, which is uh, na- it's, it's the name of where Bran saw all the dead walking dudes. Wow, that occupied so little of the episode, and yet that was the name of it. It's uh, this is an episode where just a lot of a lot of characters just do the thing they're known for, but not a lot of it's fun. Yeah, I gotta say this was um, it felt like a bunch of updates on characters where everybody's at while yeah. we're setting up the exciting <laughs> end of season seven. A lot of moving pieces in this one, so yeah. uh, we'll just so yeah, we jump around from characters to characters and watch them spin their uh, the, the fidget spinners of their stories. <laughs> Pretty much the spinning wheels, the uh, you know the useless entertainments, the lava lamps, the whatever's. Yeah, what do they have back then? That's the equivalent cogs. Cogs, the worry stones. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so what happened is kind of a hard question on this one because there's not really a big event. If someone says, oh, wait, Eastwatch, which episode is that? I'll be like, uh, like stuff happens. Yeah. Like, uh, it's hard to really, there's no defining single moment in this one. Um, they decide to make that plan to go to the north of the wall and steal themselves a zombie. Uh, Tyrion makes a deal with Jamie to let them, you know, when they get that zombie, come say, hey, check out this zombie we got yeah how about that mm. um but yeah this is all just the pe- The again cogs moving in this one and that's kind of all all that happened yeah honestly man i feel like this episode peaked at the beginning like <laughs> yeah well it just it had an interesting beginning because we get um what was it brand pulling not brand braun 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 is they're too similar <laughs> braun pulling uh jamie out of the lake and being all like huh that's fucking dragons and stuff yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was fun, them doing the anti-drowning. Yeah, it does start with a pretty good quote that ended up being foreshadowing of, he says, uh, they're like, oh, I've seen those dragons, you got three of them, you're fucked. You mean we're fucked? No, when the dra- uh, dragons aren't in my contract, when, uh, I'm not going to be there around when these things start spitting fire on King's Landing. And he wasn't in the end. Ah, there we go. He was already <laughs> up north being all like, the Queen's gone crazy, if you make me a better offer, I'll join you guys. Huh. And that he did. And that he did. He avoided all the nonsense. (laughs) But uh, the one thing he did get wrong was he he said, um, like, what do you say? Dragons aren't going to kill you. The queen's not going to kill you. I'm the only one that's going to kill you. Nope. Rocks killed him. Rocks killed him indeed. And kind of Euron. But uh, (laughs) Euron hurt him a bunch. Didn't kill him, but still. No, the rocks rocks did the job. Yeah, the death certificate will say rocks. (laughs) When the game over screen pops up, it'll be rocks. Yeah, and Euron won't be there to fucking dispute that anyway. No, exactly. He just died on a beach like a wuss. Like a urine. (laughs) Trickling down someone's leg. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, No, actually, I did realize something kind almost important happens. I say it's important, but then it ends up not being important. This was the death of the uh, two Tali guys. So uh, mm. this is one of the fun things with watching the show backwards because now I get sort of uh, the context for mm. these events later. Like I just saw uh, Samwise crying, like, "Oh, you killed them, did you?" And like, yeah. 
you know, in watching something forward, you'd never expect to see that get to be relived. And I got to see exactly how it happened. And yep. that was fucking brutal. That was pretty heavy. It's, uh, again, a very... This feels like the smaller steps they were making to the final conclusion of uh, Daenerys becoming the tyrant mm. was, you know, because Tyrion's making a lot of cases. He's like, you know, they'll get a chance to turn around or you're not going to make headway by killing people or maybe throw them in a cell for a little bit. And she's like, nope, murder. But even then she goes, I'm a very reasonable person. Now bend the knee. Come on. And then Dragon's like, she said bend the knee, motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you listen to a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't know what their names were, but one of them was called Dick on Tali, and we both oh. And then after he got incinerated by a dragon, I wrote down Roasted Weenie. <laughs> I wrote Dick on Fire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dick on Tali. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then. Just way to undercut, like, a nice... Like... <laughs> nice, serious moment. Well, I mean, sometimes it just happens in fantasy, but maybe when you're just going through so many names, you don't think about it. There's a great moment in Critical Role where... Uh, the character's name was Pervon, but everyone's like, Pervon. Yeah. <laughs> and it still sticks around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, waiting for Nut of Sack or <laughs> Dushon Be- Bag. Bigg- like- biggest Dickus, you yes. know. <laughs> Very great friend in Wome called Biggest Dickus. <laughs> yeah, like, it felt like a nickname I would have given him. <laughs> hey, some kind of dick on Tali, whatever. <laughs> Ah, but we do, okay, from there we then go back to Dragon's Reach, and then uh, uh, John pats a dragon. Yeah, that was pretty cute. We were saying that was, yes, today's International Dog Day, so uh, (laughs) it actually is. So we were just like, ah, cute little dragos. He's like, give him scritches. (laughs) Tell him he's a good boy. Yeah, and he did like uh, the little sideways eye, and you could tell he he was doing a little dragon smile. He liked it. Exactly. I think they could have been good friends had things gone differently, but uh, (laughs) oh well. You know, it's the test whenever you meet someone new. It's like, what what does your pet think of them? Yeah. (laughs) Pets are are the best people. Yeah, but hey, from all of us here at, uh, you know, Thrones of Game, if you have a dog or a cat out there give them a little pet for us yep tell them they're a good dog slash cat well because they are yeah, yeah rabbits as well or whatever else whatever you've got <laughs> give them a pat tell them they're good rabbits lizards uh, floofy or scaly or even wet like fish probably don't pat <laughs> yeah the don't fish. pat your fish that's <laughs> probably not a thing uh man i'm going to jump to mvp what was like a big standout moment for this one in, in terms of acting or scene or anything cool yeah, well, like we've been saying, it's sort of a bit of a scattershot of the episode where it's all over the place, a lot of different stories, moving parts, but the one consistent dude for me was uh, old guy, Beardface. Um, uh, Sir Davos? Oh, man, he had the fucking one-liners all over the I place. Guess he's always great. I didn't appreciate him on the first run-through, but going back, that guy's a legend. Yeah. Uh, and what if someone takes the boat? Then we're fucked. <laughs> so you better hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love that guy. He's great. And he says, I'll just like, aren't you going to get killed if someone recognizes you? I haven't been here for years and I'm really fucking old. No one knows who I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's back and forth with uh, Gendry uh, St- Storm's End, Lord of Storm's End. Who will be Gendry? Uh, Gendry Baratheon for the moment, but he will one day be Lord of Storm's End. Yeah. Had a bad die job in this episode, but yeah, one day we'll not have a bad die job and we'll be the Lord of Storm's End. Yeah, because yeah. I was trying to remember how Gendry came back into this series, because a long time from now we'll see him depart on a rowboat and then we don't see him for seasons. And it's oh. like, does he ever come back? Did he die? Were we just supposed to assume he drowned? Oh, wow. Yeah. What a comeback. It is. Surprisingly, <laughs> didn't expect it at all. I, can't remember, I think that's like season two or three. It's ages ago. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was gone for a long time. Really long. Well, from my memory, at least. Yeah. 
But like his lines, like nothing fucks you harder than time. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> uh, like he just had so many good one-liners, and as far as a dialogue-heavy episode, he was the starring star for me. I'm I'm completely on that page. He's got a good one of uh, better to be a coward for a minute than a dead man forever. It's like yeah, dude was just fucking loaded with whatever the Game of Thrones era equivalent of bumper stickers were. <laughs> like seriously, yeah, he would would have ruled Twitter in this day and age. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's also got another one of like everyone. He he recommends a plan, and everyone's like, "No, nah, we're not doing this." He's like, oh yeah, what do I know? I've only ro- grown to a ripe old age and just fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and a little bit snarky as well. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he could have been the he could have been the Doctor Phil of his time, only you know not a douchebag and had good advice and great hair. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal hair <laughs> for his age as well. Yeah, so that was my MVP because even like previous winners like Tyrion and Arya and Jon Snow, I'm just like, yeah, like. I don't think any of them really brought it, like... Yeah, I uh, didn't fully... It was more, uh, for Arya especially, it was just a, a, an episode of looks, of looking at Littlefinger and looking at Sansa mm. and looking at things. Oh, she did have one moment where she was like, oh, you could behead them, and I could just see the clock, uh, the cogs ticking over in her head. <laughs> Ooh, more faces. More faces for the bag. <laughs> could get them faces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did like... She has a bit of a scene with Sansa, and that's a pretty good back and forth of, you know shifting powers and how she's all like well you know i would rule by killing the people who said john shouldn't be in charge but you're all Mm. like oh you're setting up for yourself aren't you yeah my nickname for sansa in this episode was leslie nope because yeah (laughs) running the fucking little town hall meeting copping shit from everybody (laughs) and then it briefly turned into the west wing as they had the classic conversation while walking (laughs) yeah Yeah. through the hallways but yeah Trying to think of a pun, but I got nothing here. <laughs> Parks of Recreation, or no, like the the winter end. No, the winter West, fell. End. Westeros wing. Ah, okay. Ah, boom. <laughs> but they're not in Westeros, are they? No, the whole continent is Westeros. Oh, right, cool. So yeah, it works. There we go. Swish. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a little back and forth, and she's Sansa's like, just say what you really mean. And Arya's like, you've always liked pretty things. Yes. Makes you feel better than other people. Mm. Salad fingers. <laughs> I know we've done that bit before, but it very works. It really does. She, yeah. Uh, when she's like giving the psycho, yeah. like she. Am I thinking about murder right now? The answer is yes, but is it you? <laughs> I want to add more friends to my Facebook. Just take your face off <laughs> and then run around wearing it. <laughs> and I could like nice things. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Sansa. I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> I like pretty things. Anyway. Pretty pretty things <laughs> all right yeah uh nudity none again nope no but we no do nudity. but we do get a brief sw- segue into our new segment cock talk what's that it's this it's cock talk zip <laughs> uh so th- again another great scene with sir davos when he's uh down by the boat with gendry mm. and those guards are like ah oh, what's all this then and he's like ah oh, fellas what? What did you say? What? What is it? Five gold? And they're like, ah, uh, fifteen these days. And like, oh, shit, oh, fine. And they, it works. <laughs> yeah. He, he like uh, passes that charisma check. Uh, and, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, but what have you got in that boat? And he's like, mm, Gendry's looking at the hammer. And he does a good thing of f- throwing the cover back, so it covers the hammer, exposes the what is it? The fermented, fermented crab. He's like. Why would anyone want that? Is oh, you know, whoo, you know, five minutes after you've finished banging your whore, whoo, <laughs> it gives them a sample. It's like a yeah, best run off to your favorite establishment before you put a hole in that chain mail. It's like, ha ha, cock talk. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, what a wonderful line. What a wonderful delivery. Ah. Oh. Yeah, and there's there's a good amount of tension in that scene, you know, because he's he's passing all the you know the speech checks and all that, and Gendry's like hammer, yeah, hammer, <laughs> and then Tyrion rocks up, and they're like. 
And then he, yeah, Tyrion totally crit fails his oh, yeah. uh, uh, stealth. He just walks into the situation. I like how they take it. They're like, we were looking for a dwarf with a skylight. Like, how many could there possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, starting at dwarf. And it's like, uh, better let him go. Didn't see a scar. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, we're looking for a dwarf with that scar and your hair who spoke like you. And you look a lot like the queen's brother. <laughs> Maybe mm. <laughs> you know we better just question him a bit. Maybe yeah. <laughs> who, who else is it gonna be? He exactly. Wasn't exactly. Not famous before he left King's Landing. So, but yes, yeah. which uh, segues into the next segment. I'm guessing violence. Yeah, about the only violence besides the aforementioned dragon burning. Just outright hammer time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stop hammer time. Yeah. Oh, he stopped him. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was wild. It was great. It was very blunt force trauma-y, and oh, I yeah. liked it. Yep, simple and effective. And yeah. it proved Gendry as being a good dude, like, uh, with hammer and stuff. Yeah, because it's one, <laughs> like, because I felt like the doubt over Davos, is that his name? Yeah. Beardface? Sir Davos. Sir, Sir Davos of Beard. Um, I felt the doubt of him when he was like, oh, I can uh, swing a sword, but I can, I'm can. i pretty good with a hammer. And he's like, oh, fuck it, why don't I come along? And yeah, yeah when he proved himself, well, I suppose he can handle himself. Yep. It was, <laughs> was quite the hammering. Yeah. <laughs> now they could have told so many puns off, like, oh, well, they're not going to a bar, but they certainly got hammered. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that was the only real taste of violence in this one, other than, yeah, dragon burnings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, again, a very big episode of just pieces moving. I gotta say, uh, like, I in, um, I feel like the lows were lower in the previous episode that we watched, but, yeah, this one was... Yeah. This was a lot of middle ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just saw another great uh, Sir Davos quote where he goes, uh, well, safety is never permanent. It's like, fuck, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's just good life advice in general. Well, yeah, especially, you know, given where the series is going and the several all is fucking lost things that Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah, safety is never permanent. Remember that out there. Mm. All right, well, that does it for Cock Talk. (laughs) And uh, that was also our violence question. Man, I'm I'm burning through my notes here. How about you? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I kind of bit... I'm I'm trying to remember how it goes now. So there's a bit where... Uh, Jamie finds out Cersei's pregnant and he's like, well, who you say is the father? She's like, "Uh, you? And he's like, oh, wow. Wow. I get to actually be the father. This is a great little moment of whoever that actor is. Just a facial reaction of being excited that, you know, there's a new baby in the world, but also knowing that he's not been allowed to have a relationship as a father to the last ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel that was all on his face. I think he did quite well there. Yeah, yeah, Jamie did quite well. And and I actually liked the scene with him and Tyrion, and I liked how concise the scene was as well, that they didn't, like, bog it down with, Tyrion like um, explaining the plan or anything yeah. it was more about them can we actually have this meeting rather than don't worry about how we're going to do it that's yeah. our problem because yeah up until this point I've only seen sort of a tense reunion between Tyrion mm. and ja- uh, Janitor <laughs> Janitor Lannister yep <laughs> There's another tongue twist. Janitor Lannister. Janitor Lannister. <laughs> it is pretty good. I'll write that down. Um, yeah, and also there's a bit where Tyrion in that meeting gets a little, uh, little weepy. I can't remember what he says, but I wrote down Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting that, yeah, he's uh, clearly very excited about getting to be the father for a change. And then we also know that Cersei does not do that. She does not announce him as the father. She pretends it's Euron. Yeah, yeah. So it's all just bargaining chips to you, isn't it? <laughs> No, and even like the 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 uh, her hand, her fucking the wingman, the maester, yeah, yeah, 
even he like goes to urine. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So Fist yeah. Bump. Yeah, yeah. He's along for these lies as well. <laughs> ah man, just just bunch of mean girls. <laughs> he said, "I'm not the one doing it." <laughs> yeah. I know. So there's another bit. Uh, close to MVP for me was yeah, a little little speech with Varys there. The I'm not, you know, when I, when the Mad King brought people in to burn them alive, I thought mm. to myself, I just found the traitors. I'm not the one burning them. It's not me. Yep. Good old Burnt Newton. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like Burnt Newton and he's, he gets burnt. Yep. He's similarly got dragoned. Yeah. And I also like the line of, did you read it? It's a sealed scroll meant for the king. <laughs> so what does it say? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I know you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> oh, my nickname for him as well is the I didn't do it boy. It's <laughs> fair. <laughs> yes. I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> I watched them burn, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so Gendry and John have a quick little rad bromance for a second there. Yep. Yeah, he's there. He's all like, hey, here's who I am. My father's got long, eh? Hey, how about uh, we hang out? Your sword's nice. <laughs> yeah, i got to say, this is what a point of annoyance for me with John in this episode. Yeah. Oh, I know your father, and I know your father. Oh, I know you. Uh, we'll be best friends. <laughs> yeah, John just fucking knows everybody in this episode. And yeah. it's like, what do you? Anyway. <laughs> well, he, he found out Arya and Bran were alive, so he didn't know that. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. But he still knows them. He'll see them, be like, ah. Well, yeah, okay. At, at this point, you know, there's still things he doesn't know. and <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like he knows nothing. Mm, backshadowing. Mm. But yeah, uh, I think it's just another, like, when I was complaining about the miladies last time, it was just too all many- All the miladies? All the, all the fucking miladies. In this episode, yeah, John just knew too many people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know your father. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Little complaint. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Um, I wrote down mean maesters, instead, sorry, mean monks instead of mean girls. Oh, in this episode, Samwise, like, I, I gotta say, he was, yeah, close to MVP for mm-hmm. me as well. In, um, a monastery, in robes, in a subservient role, he finally looked like he belonged in this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him in a spot in a costume where, and doing things where he looked like he was the appropriate person for those things. Yeah, around a bunch of scholarly dudes just hanging out talking about dusty books. Yeah. <laughs> That's the show he belongs in. And even they don't accept him. And I'm like, oh, this is the one place where he belongs and you're being all snarky towards him? Oh, there's, there's a fun spin-off series, just snarky monks just <laughs> snarking it up in the Citadel. I think that's a song on Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. <laughs> snarky monks snarking yeah. it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphor for sex. You know the Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, everything is, yeah. <laughs> or California. Yep. California sex in California, California sex. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Yep. Album should have been California, Sex, California, Magic. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, I wrote down Raven brand, but I'm pretty sure we've done that before. Oh, um, he goes, we need to send Ravens. And I'm like, that's yeah, your you answer just, for everything. You just sent them to all be up. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, I just sent some Ravens. We better send some Ravens. <laughs> just the Ravens is like, ah, it's a living. <laughs> yeah, Littlefinger, Littlefinger's about again. Yeah. So, uh, there's not much there. He just talks to some people. Says the ladies, and uh, that's that's it. That's he does the exact same fucking smile as the Grinch, like that <laughs> really like gradually like, lifting. And, and it's very thin and very like uh, elongated, like a little slit, a little yeah. smile. Yes, not showing too much teeth. <laughs> little finger, <laughs> little finger, big job, and obvious toupee. <laughs> yep. 
All right, man, I'm I'm running low on moats. We got some nice Tormund giant Spain where he's like, we've got to convince the queen which one, the one who fucks a brother or the one who <laughs> kills people with dragons. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to be uh, end up being MVP for the series for he's me. He's good fun, Tormund. Yeah. I feel like his best lines might be behind us because they did start to play up his comedy a bit more in the uh, eighth season, but uh, oh, okay. he's still fun. A yeah. fun. Yeah, he has peaked for me Like when I first met him with, like, which one of you fuckers shat my pants or whatever he said. <laughs> yes, which one of you put shit in my pants? <laughs> <laughs> but he has got his great uh, almost almost catchphrase of, Where's the big woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, still very interested in Tilda Swanson. <laughs> yep. Good, good stuff. Man, I think that does me for notes. Um, anything you got left? Yeah, I got a few more. Uh, mm-hmm. Jan Brady watch. Dan Brady watch, rather. Yeah. Um, so, um, continuity errors. Or if it's not a continuity error, then she's got fast-working fucking braid... Um, yeah. Braid, braid braiders. Yeah, braid braiders. <laughs> so she's got like uh, these, like, on the start of the episode, like two big braids on each side going down where like the under of her hair has two big braids going up and then they join and then they go back. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, she's got like a spiral braid going when they're doing that uh, big uh, strategy scene. Yeah. Talking about stealing the white Walker. And then at the end, she's got the same braids that she had at the beginning of the episode. (gasps) I mean, maybe that's like her Monday braids. She started a new (laughs) cycle. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, no, maybe I'm going to move the Monday braids to Thursdays and then switch it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, but this is over the same day, right? Again, passage of time is difficult on this one. Um, I guess we don't see any night scenes, but there's yeah, there's no sense of where what happens when. Yeah. Um, fair question though. So again, I mean, I know I've spouted the theory on this podcast that I think personally that the dragons are doing her hair. Yeah. Because they're the only people that, that are constantly with her. Yeah. But yeah, in this one episode, like to go to that much effort, fuck, she really needs to be doing more. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, she has a whole army. It's either someone in the army, or it's the dragons, or I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe there's answers in the books. But uh, yeah, who's br- I? I just can't imagine Gur G- Martin is sitting there going, "Oh, and this is how her hair was braided today." Yeah, but I don't know. To me, this was just such a simple continuity she, error that should have been noticed. I'm pretty sure she's bald for a big chunk of the books, <laughs> because there's a bit where she walks out of a fire and her hair's all gone. Mm-hmm. It takes time to grow back. I don't, again, time. I don't know how much is taking place. I still think she actually has way too much hair for a person. Like just a person in general. Yeah, like I don't think anyone's got that thicker braids. I mean, ye medieval weaves. How old is a hair extension? I don't know. <laughs> when did they figure out that technology? Well, yeah, that, that 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 could be true, you know. And she could still be bald and like, yeah, just have a bunch of Dan wigs. Yeah, well, I think she's bald in the book. She was never bald in the series. Mm. But, uh, now, we're not here to talk about books. We're here to talk about (laughs) dragons and violence and nudity. I did actually have another uh, bit of violence. Uh We did see a murder. We did? Of crows. Uh, Oh, wait, they're they're ravens. ravens. Are they murder of ravens? No, it's um, uh, an unkindness of ravens. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty ah. sure I'm going to quickly check that, but I'm collective nouns are weird, man. Oh yeah, the, the Parliament of ours weird. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, when fucking double cross David Cross, um, he's uh, le- leading Janitor Lannister to <laughs> the training, and he's like, "Why would you train here?" And like at this point, I didn't know he was leading him to Tyrion. It's like, why wouldn't you train here? It's fucking awesome. There's dragon skulls everywhere. Know, it's dope. And it's lit it's, by fire. And- yeah. And then Bronn's got a good little moment of, because uh, I don't think you're ready to have people see how shit you are yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an unkindness of ravens. 
Uh, it could be also a Congress, but unkindness is way more interesting. Hmm. Are you looking around the room? It's like, girl, you're never going to find it until the camera pulls focus on it. So just fucking have some patience, you know? <laughs> well, I do like one of the last places she looks w- was in a bunch of scrolls. And it's like, wouldn't it be the first? <laughs> All right, I mean, I don't tell you how to do your job, but yeah. Yeah. She's been hanging around with faces too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> And uh, my final note was, yeah, uh, the uh, Sam and uh, his wife, uh, like, did they always have a kid? Have I not seen the kid yet? Little Sam. Yeah. 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 Oh, I have seen the kid. I mean, he's been around. I don't know how much you've seen him, but I'm pretty yeah. sure you've seen him. Anyway, and she goes, he took 15,782 steps. And then he confuses it for shit. And then she's like, it was steps. And, and I was like, ah, but to measure the shits, you would need a poodometer. Poodometer. Mm, yes, yes. The book is down. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I leave this one with one question. How did we get here? What what started these cogs turning? Uh, yeah, well, okay. So the first thing, you know, is what's his face and who's he fuck jumping out of the water. So yeah. they decide to go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in full armor. <laughs> yep. And I don't actually have a lot of context for where the rest of the episode... I guess I've got the army and they're all covered in blood and... Um, mm. So, all right. So, I, I guess in a Pre- legitimate guess, Daenerys uh, where, uh, had her army go to war with them, and she's gotten them in, um, in a point where they're fucked. Okay. Uh, Counter proposal. Uh, everyone decided to have a nice day at the beach. Someone started a tomato fight, <laughs> and uh, before they could all clean off, Daenerys rocked up and is all like, "I'm going to kill you unless you bend the knee." And they're like, "We just wanted a nice day out." <laughs> Why would you have to ruin it? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hell, we'll find out when we return next time. We go back in time to episode four. Until then, that's been Elliot J of Neil. <laughs> uh, miladies. <laughs> All the miladies. <laughs> and I've been BT Calloway, and for now, our watch has ended. All right. How out... Said how out there, not hello. (laughs)